0: Children of all ages, buckle up and make sure your hands and feet stay inside the ride at all times. Welcome to unprofessional development. As you can tell, we just don't give a shit anymore. Merry Christmas, everybody!
1: <laughs> Felice, Dog.
0: Happy Happy holiday. Yule.
2: I swear, if I have if someone corrects me one more time, it's holidays. I'm like, bitch, I celebrate Christmas. Calm down. I,
0: Chris happy Winter. And- oh my God. That's a good one. I had somebody the other day go. Excuse me, sir. You look too much like Santa.
1: <laughs> no, I've got too many eyes. And I said, <laughs> you want "I said, to the way you look, what the?" Fuck?
0: I said, "Allow me to go get my eye patch because I'm not Santa. I'm Odin, bitch. Now deal with it. Happy you." And are. I just drove off.
3: <laughs> Ultimate comeback.
0: Flawless victory.
2: I'm oh, trying to understand. You
3: <laughs> I say we do Halloween for Christmas, and I'm gonna dress as a giant middle finger. <laughs> yes. oh. Ooh. Oh, that was earlier. On never. the back, it's gonna say "Happy Solstice slash Hanukkah slash Christmas slash whatever." Merry Christmas,
0: Quanzica. Quanzica. <laughs> as long as you leave me alone, I don't care.
2: They're never going to. They're never
0: going to leave you uh, alone. I don't care. I don't care what your beliefs are. Just don't try to make them mine. Somebody's got to bitch and complain about something,
1: man. You want to wish me a happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas? Why? Why does it offend people? I don't get it. You know, hey, cool. Hey, happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy Hanukkah to you. I ain't no shit about it, but cool. Game on. I'm, I'm sorry like but the candles,
0: Here's the best quote from any Christmas movie. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Kiss his ass. Kiss my ass.
3: Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched that yet. I was, that's we're, why We're doing feel, it today. It doesn't feel very Christmas to me yet. I got I need to watch that.
0: I got I volunteered to go play Santa for two foster babies. Today to get their first ever Santa pics before they are given to their forever home. So I'm doing that this afternoon, and I told the wife as soon as they get home, we're turning on the surround sound system. And by God, Clark W. Griswold will be on the fucking TV. I'm
1: on one of my TVs in my classroom for the past week, <laughs> I'm playing in the background, <laughs> and occasionally the, the the sound will be it's so low that you can barely hear it.
0: Merry Christmas! Shitter's full.
1: Kids. Kids are all like completely dead quiet, you can hear. And we're gonna have the merriest fucking Christmas here at this side of whatever, where freaking Bing Crosby dance with Danny fucking i I'm like, yeah, let me go turn that down just a little bit. I'm more.
0: just gonna hit the volume down button once. Beep. Man. I love it. When he flips yeah. out and starts tanking that fucking eggnog, man. Good. This is 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 good. Watch <laughs> this uh Oh, he does not have the moose antler mugs.
3: A moose antler mug.
0: Oh my gosh! This motherfucker! <laughs> oh my! You son, of, son of a <laughs> bitch! You you, you but I want my boss, Mister Shirley, right here in my living room with a giant fucking <laughs> bow on. Wrestled out of his house up there on fucking rich people lane.
3: And then his <laughs> wife
0: comes in and dogs him out. Like, I just got kidnapped, <laughs> of all though. She passed, lousy ways. <laughs> my, I'm sorry. Welcome to our home. And then right back to his testicles. Oh, yeah. Such, such a good movie.
3: It's the Oh,
0: I pledge allegiance.
1: Play ball. <laughs> Why is her present leaking? Why?
0: <laughs> Mom, this cat's this present's meowing. Oh, Jesus, Clark. She wrapped the fucking cat again.
3: Oh, Mom, you shouldn't have. I, oh, I didn't. What did I pass? Guess. Jesus. Did the room clear out? Hell no.
0: The I blessing
1: think there's a time where your favorite christmas movie shifts from a christmas story
0: for me it was eight years old i remember it fondly
1: now the day the streaming because i remember watching tbs yes That it where it just went on a 24 like 24 hours straight playing it back and forth over and over again but i think it was probably into my 20s that i finally just go you know what isn't half as funny as this one and you just shift to the mindset but i think that we're about to play that in the background for the next two weeks
0: yeah i told my wife it's going to be on the infinite loop through new year's yeah it's a must Oh my gosh! Awesome. While we're on it, real quick before we switch subjects, Die Hard Christmas movie or no? Discuss. It. Yes. Christmas movie. All right, just making sure. All right,
3: Quick place at Christmas. It the There's trees said. involved. It's a fucking. I
0: did not want to leave this group, but I swear to God, if anyone, if it was a majority at now, I was I can't hang out with you. I don't care what
1: the director said.
0: It's a Christmas fucking <laughs> movie. Did you guys see the go ahead
1: the place christmas it's a christmas movie
3: is there a christmas tree in the movie yes there is Shut the fuck is there up. christmas music
0: yes
1: there is a christmas movie does he write ho? now i have a machine gun yes he does
0: yes he does did you guys see the roast of bruce willis when he goes and for the last time Die Hard is not a christmas movie it's a bruce willis it's the only time he ever identifies that it's not a christmas movie but <laughs> it is a fucking it's christmas it's movie
1: divorce demi Moore, well, we don't listen to him we just watch his movies
0: uh, that yeah or gremlins gremlins is another underrated christmas movie
1: there's
3: a lot of good christmas movies out there
1: you know what i wish they would stop telling me it's a christmas movie i remember before Which, christmas
0: that's a halloween movie
1: it's, i think it's overrated it really is
0: this is halloween this is halloween see it's a halloween movie okay, <laughs> okay here's a twist
1: if Didn't you watch it, it, it at christmas
3: water? isn't it a christmas movie no if I watch it at Christmas, bitch, it's a Christmas movie. If I want to watch Kill Bill on December 25th, guess what? It is Kill Bill is now a Christmas movie. There's no flaw in my logic anywhere.
1: Oh, it's sound. It's no sound <laughs> logic.
0: There's really not, and I hate that about you right now. <laughs> God damn you and your logic chat. How dare you use logic? <laughs> Who's
3: going to be like, no, I don't want to watch Kill Bill. It's like way too much blood. Get the fuck out of here. She's cutting
0: bitches up with a sword. I'm down.
1: Let's do this.
0: Oh my god.
1: Oh man. What I still got in? three days left. Oh. You poor bastard. <laughs> We've got testing this week.
0: Oh, uh, why?
1: Because <laughs> they fucking hate us. For the but love we're also of out God. Until January
0: 6th. We go back on the 3rd. I know. No, that's not that much better. We go
3: back on the 3rd for professional development day and i have to teach a class
0: i'm like oh they asked me hey would you ever consider teaching professional development on how to build relationships with kids and i said just watch my tiktok go fuck off i get to teach one
3: on formative and summative assessments around robin
2: oh uh, yeah multiple times why do they
3: <laughs> that's about right
2: oh my gosh
3: and then i don't the kids know about on the fourth, yeah and then on the sixth we have a boot camp yeah. for thank you we have a boot camp for for the tsi which is TSIA in texas like the it's a placement test we yeah have a boot camp for that like the first week back we have a boot camp for that then the following week we have mid-year map testing followed by tsi test T S I A testing.
0: Uh, this is why i'm so happy i teach history we don't have to give any of the standardized tests i just have to listen to the kids bitch about it horrible man
1: suck the fuck you gotta give the eoc that? at the end of the year but that's pretty much the Not- easy one
0: Not in middle school. I know, right?
1: Here now that in middle school they have the civics literacy test here.
0: Yeah, no, they're starting to make one here where our kids have to do a DBQ on the American Uh, Revolution.
3: I like barbecue. So
0: good. (laughs) Good (laughs) old barbecue. Oh my gosh! What the a civil liberties test?
2: What the hell is it
3: over? I know what civil liberties it's, are, but like, what do they actually just,
1: test? It's government in general. They call it civil liberties because they can't call it a government test because it's not knowledge based. It's all about your understanding of your rights as a citizen and things like that. You would think that it would be a more progressive test.
0: In our political climate, we still have rights. Hold on a second here. <laughs>
1: Even though, time out did you see that there is
0: a bill? It's number two. Yeah, there is a bill being presented that would raise the minimum pay of teachers across the united states to 60k that'll
3: never pass uh, Damn Who's presenting uh, that?
0: it was a republican if i remember Get right the, hold on let me sh-
1: uh, no it's not yeah. hold on, hold on. let
0: me look at it up look, look.
1: that's one that they're gonna trash whoever doesn't sign it but find a way to kill they're gonna find a way to kill that yeah the new federal hell.
0: bill okay
2: just like yeah. everything else kill the hopes and dreams of teachers everywhere good job
1: cool. <laughs> and they've killed everything else why not hopes and dreams I guarantee if they do they'll do it on teacher
3: appreciation week <laughs> <People> <laughs> shut
2: they actually still do that for you I'm
0: shocked
1: oh yeah and it's
0: uh, dude I walk by into the my way classroom can we speak one time? about
1: male teachers not getting shit for male, for teacher appreciation week nothing
0: what's I mean. t- what's teacher appreciation
1: week <laughs> no private school up here probably gets showered with stuff.
0: Nope, not
2: even that.
3: Look,
1: let me
2: tell you, this pissed me off last year because I had one student. Not to me because I would be out of a job. But last year, because we don't have a week, we have a day. And that gets thrown in with all the other stuff we do during the first week of February whatever. So all the classes, if they want to, they did decide to do something different. So the language arts teacher had all the middle schoolers write a note and give to a teacher that they appreciate. So we had one student and sh- the language arts teacher told me this and I was ready to look for and fight this kid because I was like, how dare you? But the teacher, after giving instructions and asking the students, oh, this is what we're going to do. One particular stupid student is oh, OK, if I find a teacher, I appreciate I'll write one and didn't do anything. I'm like, you little shit. Little bitch. Little
1: motherfucker.
0: My apologies. I actually, I'd take Sorry.
3: It I'd I would do what I got two weeks ago. You know what I got two weeks ago? I walk in my room and I see you. Know, you know those big boxes of like lunch chips, yeah. little bags. I walk in my room and I shit you not. I see a bag of Cheetos and a note on it, and you know what it said? You know what it said? You're all what, that in a bag. Of in chips. the
2: bag of chips. Now, question fucking, was it? The fucking chips were expired. Oh, even better. <laughs> No question was it from a student or from admin cuz no, that was admin. admin.
3: It was admin cuz it was in my room in the drawer. <laughs> okay, that's worse.
2: That's worse. Yeah. If it was from a student I'd be like, "You know what? I can find the silver lining. I can find the
1: humor in this." But like, admin so lucky. I, was-
3: I don't keep a flask at work cuz I'd be in your office.
0: You I don't know, bitch.
1: Yeah, it's like the bookmark I got last year that says, "Let's talk about how a great teacher you are." A little taco drawn on there listen
2: i was like just give me a taco from taco pack like i'll
1: take it a little pack of gum and some donated lip balm from some local bank you know that really seals the deal of saying hey you're appreciated yeah during covid it was really bad like at the height
3: of the pandemic when we came back they were given a sanitizer that people had donated and they're like we appreciate you
1: don't get sick
3: sanitizer that somebody gave <laughs> to you? You just had to find uh, a place. What, the trash can was too far away? <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I
1: can, you know how it took more time to put it in each one of the teacher boxes? You sunbat- Honestly,
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. I
0: don't want to talk about it anymore.
3: I don't <laughs> need a pat on the back, but geez, don't give me expired chips with some corny.
0: All that in a bag of chips.
3: You could have <laughs> used Cheetos to your advantage, but no, you went yeah. straight
0: with the bag of chips.
3: Cheetos aren't chips. What? I said it. <laughs> yeah. They're not chips.
0: they're not. They're not.
3: I'm going to say it. Then what are they?
0: I don't know. They're like... They're a corn puff snack with cheese dust. corn
3: puff cheesy shits. And I will quote one of my favorite shows of all time. I love Cheetos, but uh, Orange Fingers. Anybody know where that's from? (laughs) I feel like I should. You should. Give me an actor. Okay, one of the actresses just died. She was 71. Kirstie Alley. Cheers? Cheers, yeah. Norm's sitting there yeah. eating a bag of Norm. Cheetos, oh. and he's sitting there, and he's yeah, I love Cheetos as much as the next guy. And I'm like, what's wrong with them? Orange fingers, orange fingers, and they had this like the profound nod. They're like,
1: the one thing that you could agree on. What's even funny is that you do not need that powder. Why? That's what they said. Because it actually doesn't do anything. It's now become a staple with it because they can actually flavor the puffed. That's yeah. That you don't get anything from the cheese sauce. Really. It is now. It can become a staple in it. You have it.
0: It has its own name too. What it is? The Cheeto dust. I can't no remember dust? what it's called. Dust. No, it's got an actual name. I don't. All I know is it doesn't
3: even wash off with soap. No, that's shit. More, I mean, more importantly, here's the real question: Cheetos or Cheetos Puffs? Puffs.
1: It is Puffs. called Cheeto
0: Cheetle. Yeah, there it is. Cheeto. Not to be convinced, not to be confused confused with Don Cheadle. That sounds
1: inappropriate. Great American. Puffs all day. (laughs) Puffs for sure. Turns out the name for the cheesy dust Cheadle. Dictionary.com defines Cheadle as the brand name for the powdery residue that gets on your fingertips while eating the savory cheese snack.
3: I'm going to double down. That's inappropriate. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) the cheesy.
3: Double down. (laughs) Some sick-minded motherfucker was naming that It's Cheetle Everything's got a name
1: The little thing on the end of the shoelace What is that called? A nerd? Phineas and Ferb fans in here
3: Yeah, Mm. I can't remember the name right now Dang it A what?
1: Aglet Uh, Both of my kids were huge Phineas and Ferb fans So we got to hear that one A couple times
3: I, love, I used to. My, my kids used to watch that nonstop, and I'd always watch it with them. It was like the one kid cartoon that didn't drive me nuts.
1: It actually had, you know, what like, about Doug? Substance plot line to it, man. Yeah. Doug was great. Dude, How dude, old dude. do you think his kids are? He was watching it with his kid. Doug is
0: still a staple on Nickelodeon.
1: No, no. <laughs> oh, not a virginal Doug.
0: No, that's true. All right, fair. A quick update: I found <laughs> it out. It was actually by a Democrat introduced from the yeah. Florida Twenty Fourth oh son of sorry from florida the florida 24th
1: Hmm. over here oh the florida 24th and
0: argentina had a really really good chance and they squandered it it's like it's gonna this final is gonna be decided by penalty kicks there's no way that bill makes it
3: oh not a chance
0: Um, I, I don't know. It's in Florida. DeSantis is going to look at that and go, "Shit, I want to be president." It's coming out of my state. That might be a good thing for me to back.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not going
0: to happen, man. It's not going to happen.
1: He still has yet to call himself if he wants to run for in twenty twenty four.
0: People are putting him up there as the front runner already, though.
1: He is, and he's actually more. Fa- he's more favored right now than Trump running in twenty four. But he oh, also. Okay. Trump he can't, he can't combat him.
0: Trump screwed everything up. If it's the DeSantis versus Trump, DeSantis is going to win because all the Republicans are backing away from Trump. Rupert yeah, Murdoch is- came out and said, Hey, Donald, I'm not supporting you this run.
3: He didn't help himself with the whole trading cards thing. <laughs> yeah. Sure.
1: Good political. Even Steve Bannon was like, Why? Really? Yeah. It's just that he's, I have to, the only thing he has to worry about is splitting the party. That's his, that's going to be their biggest worry. Pulling a freaking Taft Roosevelt shit. Yeah, um, yeah,
3: but that's. How do so end up with I, a? I,
1: there's
3: no way that bill passes because no Republican is going to maintain the their constituents by supporting a bill that gives teachers more money. It's just not going to happen.
1: The Question though is why are you going to put a sixty? Because they want the government to subsidize them. Like dude, yes, the Florida minimum's not even that right now. So fuck you, dude. We just fought our union to meet. Florida minimum. When DeSantis put that out there at 47, I think it was that either the base, the baseline starting teacher was 47, and then they came out. They were like, "Our district is still one of the lowest in all of Florida." Has been. Oh yeah, we can't afford it. We can't afford it. We can't afford it. And they, our union, actually tore through their budget and was like, "No, yeah, you can. Here it is." And they found rainy day fund about $6 million. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. And so the district was like, that's in case we need to have any, we have any issues. So what happens with that uh, 6 million at the end of it? Oh, we just fold it back into the, uh, the regular budget for next year.
3: And the superintendent gets a raise and the school board gets and everybody else. School board, yeah. So I hear people talking about unions and I'm like, what the fuck is a union? Cause here in Texas, I'll fire you at a drop of a hat. There is no such thing. We have Thank teachers. Sure. We have teacher like organizations, and they like petition at the state level, things like that. Contact district and stuff, but there's no like unions. Like there's no union rep in any of our meetings. None of that. Uh, it's a hundred percent right to work state. They can fire you for
0: no reason, no We're But see, we're right to work state too up here in Washington. But our governor is an idiot, so he put some things into place that made it hard to fire anybody at any level.
3: I have a theory about governors.
0: They're all idiots. Let me think about that one for a second. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: I don't think you're going to hear any opposition to said statement. Like Sorry, Have you, pa-
3: have you seen ahead. the thing going on with the governors in the Title 42 right now? I've heard bits and pieces of it. Okay, so Title 42 was like a moratorium on asylum seekers during COVID. It was like, for health reasons, anybody seeking asylum can be sent back. And now with COVID numbers down or whatever, I don't know the actual numbers, but they're going to end Title 42. That's a Biden administration thing. But you've got the Arizona governor and Texas governor that are talking about, no, this is going to be a disaster. So you've got a bunch of Republican governors fighting to keep Title 42 in place. Right. But the counter argument is, wait a minute, you've been bitching against COVID restrictions for the past three years. Now, all of a sudden... You're in favor of this one COVID restriction that just keeps asylum seekers out of the country.
0: Of course, I think it's just not a good look, man. Like, no, it's not. No, that's it's not our political system is argue, completely imploding.
1: People it argue has, that they didn't politicize this whole COVID thing, like since day one has been politicized back and oh, forth whoever's 100%. getting screwed first Was-
0: washington state's constitution states that a governor can only call an executive order for 60 days our governor held executive power executive order for 400 some days and that's geez like with all the Ow. masking mandates yeah. and <laughs>
3: Wow, what do you just keep changing the name of the order
0: i don't would no, no one knows how no one knows how he was able to do it because oh, that's right most of the people in our state house are democrats because they're all I'm voted the for the west edge. side of the state yeah they're not going to object to it they're like oh but they're protecting the people
1: Yeah, it, it goes you can push on the idea that since it serves the common good that you can do an extension on it should have familiar with the the commander's policy a commander can make a, in the military a commander can make a policy for 90 days and it, within 90 days it has to be submitted for at least initial entry into a regulation or instruction yeah, so it's probably along that same lines is what they it do, is. they keep going in and just modifying it just enough nothing major changes but you go to amend it and then it goes into a 1. 1.5 1. 1.6, 1. 1.7 type Damn. shit yeah, plus you can get, well,
3: get- murdered by declaring an emergency. If, it, if it's an oh emergency at the state level, you can get away with anything. But,
0: yeah. And they're getting ready to start asking for masking again.
1: That's going to go over like a fart in church.
0: Like it already if they, has.
1: If
3: they even attempted <laughs> that in Texas, oof. yeah. There's nope. There'd be fucking actual wars in the street. We've already had people fighting in public about it. We're going to have, we're all going to
0: meet on one side of the town and like, just not going to be good, man. No, like I still I get it. There are people who are going to want to mask. I don't mind if you mask because you have other health concerns. Okay, that's fine. I get it. Don't look at me, a pretty healthy man, and go. You need to mask up because you're killing other people. A bitch, I will slap you back into repression.
3: Yeah, it's for me. It's we were told trust the science, and then other you know, people arguing the science is a mess. And like, and, but then it's like. The truth kept changing, the facts kept changing, and like, Yeah. I just I want some consistency before we make sweeping decisions for everyone. You're
1: gonna get the pushback because you got the Fauci emails that said the masking does not work. It's a right. freaking it's, people were still getting sick with the mask on. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's it protects you from breathing in, but doesn't. It's not gonna stop anybody from breathing out. Yeah, I so mean, if it, you want to mask up, if you want to mask that, it up to, that's fine. Yeah, not only that, but
3: if you're going to do it, if you ever walked into a hospital and seen a doctor wearing a cloth mask or a <coughs> gator, No, they're using right. medical surgical masks. It's common sense. We've already proven. They've done the videos. You can see in the infrared with the particles going farther and neck gaiters and cloth masks are doing nothing. If you're using like an N95 or a surgical mask, that's definitely keeping some out, but it's, you can't keep germs isolated completely. It's not a thing, man. So for me, I'm like, if you want a mask, that's fine. And if you're not comfortable, that's totally okay too. Yeah. But we're going to start getting in a situation where they want to try to force schools back to a high We have people in our district that they just don't show up to school for whatever reason. And they want to try to force us into a hybrid thing. Like yeah. For my daughter, yeah. can you do a Zoom? Fuck No. No you don't, don't get special treatment i don't it was such a nightmare man you're on zoom meeting with a mask on and like the kids can't understand you if god forbid you forget to unmute kids in the oh, classroom god. you can't understand what they're saying they can't understand mm-hmm. what you're saying You
1: oh, can't yeah, their it's a mess they're listening to their music in the background watching your mouth move they ain't doing jack
0: Yep, and no, they're playing video games. They're doing everything but listen to you. Yeah, and people, it's
3: laughable to me. But we got to address the learning gaps. Why are there learning gaps from hybrid learning? Because they were cheating,
0: bitch. Yeah, because they. But well, do you not understand? I'm still cheating now. I had a kid ballsy enough to look at his watch in the middle of a fucking test. I gave him a go. What's an architect? Yeah, and I call them on him like. What you think you're doing, dude? And he goes, Oh, I don't know the meaning of a word. So you think it's okay? He goes, well, Yeah, I need to know the meaning of the word. It's on my 504. <laughs> know
3: oh. Don't even get me started. He five. tried
0: to play he tried to play the 504 card that it was okay to cheat. Kent. Yeah, that's not how they work. It's not do how they I, work. Wanna, I told
1: I think I do, told you this word before. I had the kid that pulls, I've got an accommodation.
2: Do so I want to set fire to things right now?
1: <laughs> you have this completed. And I'm like that? I said yes. He goes, I get a copy, it's on my accommodation. And I said, no, no, you get accommodation for filled-in notes. Yes. Not assignments. Just but this needs to be filled in. So I get an accom- I'm like, don't pull it. Jeez. He wanted me to give him the completed assignment because it's yeah. accommodation. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, that's out of bounds. If we God, that's something we could jump on. I'm sorry. It's this one's been bugging the out of me
2: oh don't worry i might follow you up
1: Every accommodation to help these learning gaps telling these kids everything that is wrong with them doing nothing solve this freaking problem it's it just boggles my mind we're telling oh you've got AD. you've got you're a bad test taker doing anything to solve the, make them better test takers or help them refocus their attentions or anything like that. No, we just say, okay, so we're just going to give you extra time so you can sit there and stare. I had a kid's 40 minutes, four questions on the progress monitoring. And I used it as a quiz to let him know. He's had 40 minutes on four questions. I'm just a bad test taker. Oh, dude, (laughs) get to work.
0: Yeah. It's the most infuriating thing. I get it. We have these students who need what they need okay and we as teachers we know we can provide it to them if we do it correctly and that's another thing on tiktok that's really getting me is people blaming teachers and students with ieps that's a whole nother kit and caboodle but it's when you got these kids who use it try to use it to their advantage like you're saying they're trying to get them to fill out an entire assignment because they hear the word accommodation and they feel that Oh, well, my parents said that because I have this accommodation, you have to give me everything. No, motherfucker. Here's your accommodation right here. Tell me where it says I'm supposed to read everything to you. It doesn't.
3: Yeah, we've got one we have one the other day Preston. and the, par- the parent had contacted the teacher and is like, "Bitch, did she get extra time extra?" Time? So we pull the 504 actually says extra time up to a day upon request. Yeah. Your, your child took 20 minutes for a 2-hour test did not request extra time and bombed the test. Everybody who took more time on the test had better, had better, and so we look at the data, look at the trend and like, it's the same thing every time. Your kid's just rushing through, but nowhere in there does it say the teacher automatically gives extra time. It's literally written into it. So don't hit me with that, it's legal, the teacher has to. No, I don't, it says upon request. Don't be pissed off because
0: the 504 is written correctly. See, our district has it written.
1: We get the ones that say, Hundred percent extra time. You get these kids that well, I need a hundred. I said no. You have fifteen questions. Everybody is given. You're supposed to be able to do it in twenty minutes. Given the whole class period, that's across. Just give everybody the extra time. Yeah. This is what you're supposed to have: twenty minutes to do this test.
0: Yeah. I'm supposed to have extra time for my assignment. Yeah, you are. When was the last time you worked on it? Oh, it's been a couple weeks. but it's late. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you have, have extra time on an assignment. If you have that extra time for assignments accommodation because you genuinely need it, that's fine. But you have to show me that you are making a conscious effort to finish it. If you just sit there and do nothing.
1: Get accommodations on my teacher work.
3: Yeah, that's the thing. It's not an accommodation to promote your laziness. It's an accommodation to help you with a learning need like you need extra time to process while you're thinking great but that whole time you're supposed to be thinking i need assistance with note-taking because i may have a spatial issue or whatever it may be it's to assist you with the work but you have to do the work
0: right exactly but
3: it always comes back to the teacher didn't do this the teacher that so i'm literally coaching my 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 teachers, as a lead teacher, I'm coaching my teachers at like how to write the emails to avoid yeah. legal battles and deciding what's an admin thing, what's a us thing. Interpret like this is
0: this shouldn't be part of my job. I shouldn't have to have a law degree just to be able to teach English. No. It's, it's so quick how the mighty have fallen too, because 19 months ago we were considered untouchable. We were considered heroes of the industry. We could do nothing wrong because oh my God. They have to do this. That We still have to do it. It's just in class now. Yeah, There's nothing different than online. We're still fighting the attention needs. We're still fighting one-on-one technology where the kids are using it incorrectly. I don't care if your kid is playing slope unblocked. It's not what we do here. That's, but at least we get that bag of chips,
1: the expired one. Two years. I, old.
2: I don't. Oof.
1: Chad, I'm when raised. did you bounce out? When did you get out of the service? 2008. 2008. So were they doing resiliency training when you were in?
3: No, I, when I left, we were still peeing, standing up. Ah.
1: So the resiliency training, I was, I kept on, I've been thinking about this recently with them is that we need to start. It's the lack of a better term. It's to be a tennis ball and you can hit the yeah. wall, but you bounce back from it. Yeah, Amazes. I got out just,
3: there, just before that started happening. Yeah, it
1: was good. It's a good process. I like it. They're, they they completely used it wrong, and they, they implemented like this much of what needed to be this much. Really teach it. I like green dot training. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. You see something, say something. It's actually an active role in preventing say and stuff like that in the military. That was good. But to go back for the resiliency training, I think that's where we need to teach these kids. It's not so much, hey, let's put this, let's try to put a Band-Aid on it. But all right, do you, you as the kid, make the, make it more active on them. Like you're at uh, the IEP that, that Chad said, upon request. Not mm-hmm. on the teacher, it's on the student. Yeah, You've got a capable, thinning student. I'm not talking about any SPED students or anything like that that have cognitive and all that. But I'm talking about gen eds. They need to self-actuate this stuff need to put this on them and they need to have that responsibility.
3: Yeah. And I'm totally cool with helping that kid figure out
1: what's the best way
3: to approach this. What's the best way for me to handle this? Awesome. Let's do that. And I'm a very accommodating teacher across the board. I'm like, I don't even need to look at your 504. I do, of course, for legal obligations. That's the job. But I'm going to give you what you need. Yeah, uh, if I regardless. notice in class that you're having trouble organizing and traditional notes aren't working, I'm going to talk to you about ways to organize graphically. I don't yes. need a 504 that says give them a graphic organizer. No. And most of the time, that's a worksheet. I'm not giving you a fucking worksheet. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to work with you and I'm going to help you understand. But that's what I want to do. But the reality is they just want you to do it for them. Yes. And most of the time, it's just they do nothing. And then all of a sudden, it's... The universal across the board, this happens everywhere. The last week of school, what can I do to bring my grade up? The work. Yeah. Do the fucking yeah. work.
1: Oh, shit.
3: Just, fuck. <laughs> can I get extra credit? Week. Bitch, you didn't do the credit. Do oh, the credit.
1: Fuck. I got a kid who we were on. We just finished module seven or OP seven. He's, oh, I'm missing these tests. And again, off the bat, I exclude your lowest grade because, you know, shows there's reasoning and all that fun stuff to it but he had a zero and I was like what can I do to bring him? I said make up the test what
0: that's my favorite what why is my grade so low because you bombed every assignment and you got a 12 out of 30 on
1: your test I had a kid goes can, is there anything way I can get a B out of this class to get a 79 and I was like you know what let's take a look at your grade if you're trying not against get fudging a point.
0: Yeah, we see the improvement. We see the steps. Everything showing that they're doing what they need to be.
1: Cool, I'm down. All these NGs not graded because not turned in. And I was like, "You're gonna want me." So you won't even do the work, but you're gonna want me to give you a point? Oh, give me great. a break.
0: <laughs> you turn in one of these assignments. Look at that, it's a B.
1: But here's holy here's shit.
3: Where, here's where it really pisses me off, and this is where it comes back to. In my district, it is almost. It's more work to fail a kid. Than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> it turns into constant. They've contacted admin. They've contacted the district. They've lawyered up. And I'm like, over a semester grade? There's another semester. You got to. What the fuck? But that's not the worst part. The worst part is the kids blaming the teachers. You got my phone yeah. taken away. For you not doing your fucking work, I got your phone taken? No, I didn't do shit. You right. didn't right. do your job and your parents took your phone away or whatever. And that's what blows my mind. I'm sitting here with 35 kids across a couple classes, none of them are passing, but they've all got phones. They've all got AirPods or Beats. They've all got just everything. And they're sitting there still not doing anything. Ain't nobody holding you accountable. No, but I can't do anything as a teacher. There's nothing I can do because my hands are handcuffed despite what the world thinks about us. There's nothing I can do but sit there. And then at the end of the semester, I have to look. How many times have you contacted parents? How much documentation do you have? How many times did you put in for the kid to come to a mandatory tutoring? So it's a punishment for the kid to to get the grade they earned. It's a punishment for the teacher. So
1: fuck it, man. I just I'm grading, a grade book is yeah, nothing. To me, whatever. I grade the stuff, and I was like, "This, why did you fail?" I said, "Where's your proof?" As you see, here is in here. They got access. It's not back. In, I hate to say. I hate to do the back in the day thing. You got your progress report. That you had to bring home. That is how your parents knew about how you were grading. Yes. I can understand about reaching out. These parents have digital access to their grades. As, soon as we update yes. the gradebook, they part. can log in. We've got parent portal on with the, the Focus program and all this. They can go on daily. They can receive emails. They get everything
3: is automatic. They're, they have to turn it off. They get an alert every single t- week when their kid's not passing. They get an alert for their yep. class. It's an assignment. They get an alert. They have to go in and turn that feature off, but they don't know how to do it. So they're getting the alerts, but then no one's contacted me oh, because I didn't individually write a personalized email to you every mm-hmm. time your kid failed an assignment. Oh,
2: I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not doing that. And that's the one thing that irritates the hell out of me is so this is what I did. So I did this trimester with my middle schoolers. And because I was drowning this first trimester with everything, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I ain't doing this anymore. So I sent out a newsletter to all my families. I'm like, if you read this, cool. If not, I don't really care. But this is how my class works. This is how it's going to be. If you want your child, if you want to know what your child's grade is, here is a link to the website. Don't ask me. Don't email me. Do nothing. I was like, And for my students, I said, you want to know your grades? You have access to it. You check it. You are responsible. I'm not doing all this handiwork for you. So don't come to me at the end of the trimester asking, what can I do about my grade? You should have asked me when you were on the teetering point. We're at the point of no return. I'm not. I'm not. And That's what I've been doing so far leading into this break. I'm just like, I'm not going out of my way anymore for my students. I love them to death.
0: That's why we've gone digital, though, is to make it easier on our students and our parents to be able to keep up with everything. That's why it's this big push for digital. Kiss my ass. If you do not want to look, I should not have to tell you. You have the access. My kids come in. my grade? Why am I missing assignments? Look. Because you didn't turn them in.
3: I'll take it one further. All that shit is digital, right? Everything. In my district, we're all on LMS. So learning management system. Everything is digital. You've got full access. Parents can get a, a access so they can see it. They can see it just as their student sees it. They can access all the gradebook, comments, notes, everything. So I send an email. Your student has several missing assignments and is in danger of failing. They'll take late assignments up until X, Y, Z, whatever. Can you send me a list of the assignments so that I can make sure they get turned in? No, first of all, you're not going to understand what I'm doing in the classroom, and I'm not going to explain it to you. Two, they're listed in Schoology. Three, no, that's not my job. Your child needs to come to me and figure out what they need to do. But they don't really need to come to me. They just need to do the
1: work. Oh, my favorite. I love this one, and I'm sure you guys have gotten it throughout. My son is failing, but he said he's turned in all the work. Why Uh, it's not showing in the grade book. And I was like, you know what? Have a stack of stuff that I have yet to grade. It's so I'm a couple days behind of where yep. I'd like to be. I was like, you know what? Let me double check. I said, but I've I know I'm everything current. If it's before OP seven, should be graded, but he could have turned it in, so let me check tomorrow. So I go through and my I go through the grading thing, I'm like, quick check. Not a word, not a piece of paper has his name on it. So I go to look, I go said, so all this work that your mom texted me or messaged me about is it? Oh, I haven't turned it in yet. It's still in my bag. I said, but your mom
0: mm-hmm.
1: messaged me saying, you told her you've turned it in. Messaged mom back in silence. Yeah. Because their little angel can do no wrong. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's my fault. Oh, he hasn't graded it yet. Don't throw me under the bus for you screwing up, kid, because I will call you out. My favorite thing to start doing now i got a kid that doesn't want to work. I pull up his parents' information. I punch up my phone. I was like, do I need to hit send? On my bluff. I have Google Voice. I'm like, Nuh-uh. I've done it. I was like, hello, ma'am. Your son or daughter wants to talk to you because they uh, don't feel like doing work today. And I set the phone right in front of them. <laughs> yep, they don't like <laughs> you want year. to.
3: I, I wish I could
1: get away with that.
3: <laughs> I sat down next to a kid with my computer and, and he's Mr. Petter. What are you doing? I was like, Oh, I'm emailing your mom. And I, I knew that mom is she's got her notification set to where she's going right. to get it. And sure enough, as soon as I hit send, a couple minutes later, his phone goes off and I'm still sitting there smiling. He's like, Why'd you do that? And I'm like, Why'd you push me? Yeah, I'm not here this, to do friend This is on that chart, of not your
1: fuck friend. Around?
0: Find, You're out. Find, find out. Find out. Yep. Welcome so to the University support. of UFO.
1: Tell, like, you look, fucked around enough, and now you're gonna no, correlate with the correct finding out.
3: I'm, like, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm the chill teacher until I'm not. Exactly. I'm not here to be your friend. Mm. I'm also don't not push here me. to be your parents' friend. I'm it's not a I'm on their side or I'm on your side. I'm the teacher, I'm
0: the educator. I have hmm. no personal involvement with any of that. You didn't walk into my here. class, you're gonna be safe, we're gonna have fun, you're gonna learn. But if you push me, you're going to figure out what a grizzly bear sounds like, yeah. because if you push me beyond that point of, because now you've disrespected me enough to where I'm like, no. My
3: own kids hate it, though, because I come home, I check their grades. I get the notifications. and I'm like, what's going on with this? The teacher hasn't graded it yet. Maybe don't use the number one bullshit excuse on right. your father who's a teacher.
1: Don't you know what I do for a living?
3: (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, Dad, no, it's not the case. I'm like, look, I teach high school. I teach freshmen. I teach upper level, upperclassmen. I teach the gambit. And I know all you little fuckers come to school and are different people. Don't try me. I know you're going to the school and you're doing things you shouldn't do. And I know when you have a missing assignment, it's because you didn't turn it in. There's no, the, t- the teacher, the teacher didn't grade it. Well, the teacher standing there saying, nope, I'm not going to accept that assignment. And I'm going to put a zero in the grade book. Th- how much time do you think we have?
1: Right. I, I tell them right off the bat when they try to pull that out. I was like, don't play stupid. I'm better at it than you are. Amen. And they're like, <laughs> yep. you just call me stupid. Or words, like, not mine.
3: That's uh, I say, <laughs> I say that. through it, buddy. Think through it. You don't want to do
1: it. <laughs> I am like, trust me. I said, you don't think, do you think I was, I wasn't y'all many years ago? I I played these games. We know this. We lived this life. You're not my first class. I've been doing this for five years.
3: I love it when they try to argue their way through it. I'm like, do you really want to do this right now? Do you want to mess with the English teacher with a master's degree in rhetoric and composition? I'm basically <laughs> certified to argue. And they're like, I don't even know what that means. And I'm like, that's why you're going to get your ass kicked if you try.
1: Mm-hmm. Do it. Don't do it. The fun one on the kid, he was like, no cap. And I was like, yeah, keep it up. And it's going to be no gown either.
2: <laughs> that is such a... Oh, I love oh. that so much.
1: <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Was like, what's funny is because the one kid that was with him laughed. He was like, oh, shit. The one that I said it to? What do you mean? Oh, oh Jesus.
3: That's, that makes it so much exactly. better for you. But just... It's exhausting, man.
1: It is. It, you bang your head against the wall. I made a midterm study guide. Different OPs, different levels of questions, but it's all there. So I turn around, and I was like, all right, we're going to take this next week. We're going to stop our standard lessons, and we're going to go into review. Now, I'm not – this is too much information to do one day on each one of these. So you do it. If you have a question, ask me. And then we will go over it. So it's individualized to the group. Okay. Do you need problem with the native American experience? What do you need explained? We'll talk it out. No problem. Say, I'm going to count this as a summative quiz grade. So summative right. qu- quiz grade, know, help pad a little bit, if you will. Bumps you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think you would jump at a chance to get an easy hundo, right? You would think, you know what? I think it was by Wednesday. I was like, Here's the good part. This is the last time you're going to hear me say this because I'm tired of beating my head against the wall trying to get you to do work. On something that's going to help me. I said your midterm is cumulative. Meaning right. you can pass the first semester just with this test alone. I can look back and I can go, okay, these questions were from OP1. I can use that and say, you understand OP1. I could go back. It's a lot of work on my end. But I There's can make it kids happen. that are failing. Failing, and cannot, and they won't. They won't do the work, and I'm like, it's my fault. And I'm supposed to be bending over backwards, dragging them. Please do the work. Please do the work. I'm like, just. Pissed <sighs> and, yeah, and you wonder why teachers are bailing on this career field. Oh, it's everybody. Every.
0: Why do you think teachers are leaving in such record numbers? Listen to this episode. You'll find out very quickly. in just a small window of what it is to be a teacher and all the issues we have to deal with on that side of the table whether it be from students parents or admin we get shit on and we're expected to eat it with a bowl of milk
1: so we just had one that pulled out the mastery connect we they use this thing they're like what do you no, what is this? Why are, why are these numbers down? Who's logging in, who's not logging in? Why are the, why, why is this OP down and all this? And I was like, okay. I was able to answer this with an instant because it's not the first time we, my admin, she gets it from her boss. The principal sends it down to my admin who then kicks it down to me. And of course I'm a department head this year. And I'm like, and I hammered it out. I'm like, I'll tell you right now. Why are people failing? Why are their kids tanking on these lessons? Will, the ones that do the work are not having a problem. We introduce the material four to five times to the student during the whole lesson, the whole module. Four to five times we will give them the, the information. I was like, the ones who will not, the ones who are doing the work, no problem with it. They are understanding, they are comprehending, they're pushing. The ones that we're having the problems with, don't do the dang work. No. It's our fault that they won't do the work. What could you do to help change how the material is delivered to the child? Yep. And then they pull out I'm supposed to. S- mm-hmm. I'm supposed to stop and teach your special little snowflake here.
0: Dude, literally, of, it's no different than anybody else.
1: Is yeah, it's not. You, you're not a special case. It's not. It's there's nothing. No, your child is curling up in his chair, sleeping in my class. Yeah, I got tired of waking him up. I'm like, dude, I'm not fighting this because I'm gonna spend half the period. Hey, man, wake up! Hey, man, wake up! Yep, write him up and go. He's gonna be asleep in the classroom. Maybe he'll learn something through freaking nocturnal recollection or some shit.
0: Nocturnal emission. Wait, wrong.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: it's, shit.
1: That's the problem. You know, I with, man. But it's they come to us. What can you do? How about what can they do? What can the kid do? Exactly. I'm just like, why are we going to put the onus back on these kids? Especially I understand for elementary, they're still learning middle school. They're still developing in high school. Where's the onus put back on the student where you aren't doing your work stuff. We build, we develop, we use another code. One of those buzzwords We scaffold the lesson, right? We Build upon shit. So we stack and rack all the lesson up. Hey, my first time I give it to you, do the vocab or Kim chart. Then I give you a lecture with a note taker. Then I remediate any learning faults by doing an assignment afterwards, which reintroduces you back to what you just learned two times before. We do right. a review and then we do the test. You don't do a major chunk of this block or you're absent through the lesson and you don't follow up and catch up with the material
2: you expect to get can we, it.
1: Can
2: let's we, talk about that one. Absences? Please. Can we? Let's, oof, let me talk about this absences, because man. My, I, I'm going to set the world on fire right now because it's my turn because this is exactly what I've been dealing with the last two weeks. My biggest thing, and now granted, every subject, it's tough when you miss a day or two or a couple of days because one, we're expected to continue with the content that we're supposed to be presenting to the students. but I specifically for my subject with math it's hard for them to continue on within the unit that we're doing if they miss a day or two because they need that topic that we covered in order to do it my biggest issue is and this is just i just want to put this out here as a blanket statement my notes are online I've given resources for students to do it. I'm not, if a student wants to come in after school during my office hours to go over what they missed, then I'm more than willing to do. I'm not going to chase down your child and give them that lesson. Either they look at the notes or they look at the video that I provided of how to do it that I record for my students. I'm not going to be chasing them to get it. If they have, and it goes back to this whole thing. Your child is responsible to make up the work and they have, at least in my class, they have until the end of the week. If it was one or two absences or if they're gone three or more, they have until the following week to get all that makeup work done. I'm not giving your child special treatment. I feel that seven days to do one or two worksheets is enough time to get it done. I'm not. And then when they donated in, he was absent. I was like, yeah, I gave your child the work. They can also print it on Google Classroom if they need to, if they lost it or whatever. I've given your child multiple opportunities to make up their work and they decided that they don't want to do it, but it's magically my fault that they've received a zero for those makeup assignments. Get the fuck out of here with that my shit. My kid
0: my kid was gone for two weeks. Okay. Did they have a computer? Yes. They couldn't do their assignment because all the assignments are posted online. We were in a foreign country. Okay. Did your child have a computer? Yes. They, don't they couldn't why. do the assignments.
1: I had a kid stuck in South Africa for two months on his visa, went home to work on his immigration, and he got stuck because his visa expired, got stuck there for two roughly two months. That's who he was messaging. Hey, what assignments do we have? He was following along South Africa in the work, and you're going to tell me you can't do one because you were absent because of a dentist appointment?
3: Yeah, so yeah. I've got two cases that are really driving me nuts right now, and one made up the work, and it's it is what it is. But this kid is not. I'm just not going to do the work. It's a matter of the parents took him out of school for a couple weeks because his brother had a travel ball tournament.
2: Ooh, don't get me started on those. Because the travel ball.
3: Now the other one never does work and is constantly absent. And I'm finally, I'm like, "Why are you gone so much? What What is going on? Is there something I need to know?" He's like, "Oh, I just don't get up in time to get the get it on the bus." Yeah, I'm like, "Why has your parent not whipped your fucking
0: ass at some mm. point? What
3: is going? My parents would have killed me. Missed the bus once. You're dead. But and if I'm hearing he missed nothing. the bus and walk into
1: school. Exactly. Yeah, and, and right left."
3: And I contact the parents and I get no response. But then all of a sudden when the kid's about to fail, all of a sudden your email works and your ability to hit the reply button works. You're worried about me as the teacher? Look at the shit you're teaching your kid. You're teaching them to procrastinate. You're teaching them to kick the can down the road. And you're teaching them it's okay to just do your bare minimum and somebody's going to make it up for you. There's always going to be somebody to rescue you. And like the truancy procedures, they make it so hard to get a kid busted on truancy. We have to initiate the process. I'm like, why do I as a teacher? I marked them absent. Now it's somebody else's job. There's somebody literally paid in the school to keep attendance. So why am I having to initiate a truancy process? Also, I'm not an administrator. I'm a classroom teacher. Yeah but mm-hmm. they make it impossible. The kids will get a truancy officer out there, but you have to give them time to make up the work. The kid missed the bus because he was sleeping in for two weeks and I have to make, give him an the opportunity to make up
1: the work. We need to go into this idea unless it is an excused absent by the parent with a note and a, like a legit message, not just BS. All right. A legit note. I don't get to make it up. I really think that we need to go into that one. If you decide to skip be just absent for no intended purpose, but if unless you have a note from the parent excusing this, that's the only time we should accept work and there has to be attached to it. If you don't turn yeah. it on day of, I'm not accepting it. Now, I have a late policy where they lose 1% of uh, for every day late. And I was like, if you don't turn it on time, it has to be done digitally. I'm tired of this <laughs> sitting there trying to chug papers around. Yeah. I was like, do it online. They're like, do I have to do it online? I said, yep. Yeah, my He's policy upset. is
3: pretty straightforward. If it's if it's a minute late, it's five five points off automatically. If nice. it's more than if it's more than the X amount of days late, then it's ten points off. And after so many days, you don't get credit for that assignment. There's some He's assignments that I'm forgiving because it's it's graded through a conference with me. Now I can't fault you if I'm absent, and I can't fault you if we didn't have time to do the conference. But you didn't turn in the work. That's you. Yeah, like we can't con- we can't confer with one another over missing. Y'all are
2: work. y'all are nicer than I am because my middle schoolers, I'm very strict with them with late policy. If now, granted, I am a li- I do tend to give a little bit of grace. They're like, hey, I don't have it on me, but can I give it to you after school? I'm like, yeah, school ends at three o'clock. I don't my contract ends at three thirty. So if you give it to me before I leave, same day, fine. That's whatever. I've only had two students do that, so it's not a big deal. But my students learned very quickly this year. I was just like, if it's a day late, it's the highest you're going to get on this assignment is 70%. I'm not giving you anything higher than that. I was like, you were in class 70%, two days late, 60%. If it's three days late, I'm not accepting it. You get a big fat F. We yeah. ain't doing yeah. this because
3: we, <laughs> we can do that. Yeah, a lot of the problem is that there's no admin support and admin will throw you under the bus. And it's not, and I don't have a problem with my administrators specific I'm <laughs> speaking in general terms. Generally, yeah. like, the way things are done in my district. Like I said, it's always, how can we bust the teacher? How can we get that? And I'm not going to get fired over Susie's missing assignment, but that's the level it is. It's so much the teacher is always at fault. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. There's no paper trail. Why do I need a paper trail for this little shit not turning in as... Exactly.
1: So we have the app guidelines, which is the academic procedure. It's pretty much the rules for grading and stuff like that. It's listed in there. And these kids know it. They know exactly that we can't give them less than a 50 on mm. their grade report as long as they try because they want to make it recoverable, which I completely understand. That if you're at least attempting, you should get that way you can try to get that 70 the next time at a minimum or whatnot. But they know the rules. Oh, I'm supposed to have two weeks upon completion according to the guidelines the parents know this it's provided to them mm-hmm. like you like chad said it was it's you have to be almost a lawyer to try to figure out all of these all these loopholes right to get things done not it's only that infuriating.
3: but it is and to fail a kid there's i have to turn in a full-blown packet for a kid to fail at the end of the year so I I used to be very adamant, like, whatever grade is in the grade book, that's the grade. And you get that on the report. Now, I I do understand the it's not recoverable. You're going to create a major behavioral problem because the kid's just going to give up. They have a—because our grades average out between semesters. So if you've got below a 50, there's no possible mathematical way for you to recover that. I understand that. And it's a battle I don't want to fight. But it's a battle that, like, they've just worn me down to the point of— Fuck it, just throw the fifty in the grade book and move on with my life. But like, why are the teachers having to be beat down? Yeah, why? But why do we have to choose the battle when it's the kid didn't do the work? You earned a thirteen. Damn it, you got a
0: thirteen. But we have to be careful of the fragility mindset that is existing in today's dichotomous. Fuck, am I a psychologist now, too? Fuck you. I agree, but here's where kids
1: need to get punched in the mouth.
0: They do, but it gets even worse. Because
3: then they go to summer school. I teach an honors course. They fail my honors course. They go to summer school and they take an on-level course and get credit for the honors course. But all they're doing is filling out a packet over the mm-hmm. summer with some football coaches just trying to earn some extra money and going over playbooks the whole time and say, shut the fuck up, leave me alone. It's a teacher in summer school just trying to make. Hey, some extra
0: easy money. with football coaches. Just telling you, man. Like if, it's just if a the cleat
1: fits, lace it up and yeah. wear it. Yeah, straight up. I don't teach summer school, so the packet. No.
3: Or it's it a watered is. down it version. It's three weeks for a whole semester. And they yeah, get got a, a,
1: a 95
3: for computer based
1: training, a computer based version of the packet. And can yeah. I get a grade check. And so the teacher who's sitting there looks and goes, out of the 30 questions, you need to check 2, 5, 17, 22, 23, 24, 27, and 29. So they go back. Tweak those questions to see if they can get enough to answer. Yep, you got a 75, go. Enough, right? So that's how they progress through these packets. And I'm like, oh, you don't want me teaching summer school because them kids no. would not pass. I'm like, you need to go back through and read all of this material. You need to answer mm. these questions legitimately because I'm not playing that game. No. That's why I don't think that, I think it's one of the reasons why they've not asked me to teach summer school because I'm not, can I get a grade check? No. Yeah. I, I, it's
3: I, do, I do teach summer school and like we have advancement, which is through ingenuity, and it's basically just me. I'm reviewing your essays or I'm hitting a button to unlock a test. It's a waste of time. But Most of the time in summer school, if I'm in charge of the curriculum, you're definitely going to do some work. And if you don't want to do the work, you're going to fail. And I've failed lots of kids in summer school. Like Mr. Pettit, this is, come on, it's summer school. They're trying to recover their credit. And I'm like, okay, but I'm not here to just give grades out. That's but that's what i mean they've just tell me put, it, put, it, put it in
1: writing that you want me to pass these kids they in writing. They i did summer school it
2: twice say what's your chest
1: that's why i tell yeah, them i it. email me put, hey shoot me an email and inform me that what do you mean oh yeah like i, I got a, a handwritten note a little post-it note hey so-and-so passed this test go ahead and change the grade i was like no what i, no. I did not i said i have no documentation on this i said if you witness them pass this test You submit the grade. Put your name on it. Don't throw it at me. Have my name attached to this kid's passing score when I did not administer this test to him.
3: Here's where I really—it's beyond just a beatdown. It's pointless because I've had people above my level change the grades for my gradebook. So I have yet to have have that happen. What what am I even? Oh my god! Now you'll never be able to prove that they did, but they did. And no, there's so, a digital
1: trail on all that. They can go back and they can do an audit to see who modified what. Oh, ever. yeah,
3: sure. But, of course, they're going to cover for each other. But I'm like, I gave a, that kid a 35. That kid earned a 35. I didn't give shit. That kid had a 35. That's what I put in for the report. And at the report time, I see a 50 in the snapshot for the grade report. I didn't give the kid a 50. I didn't raise any grades. So, how did to get a 50. So, here's my point. There is no point. So to fail my class, you, I have one kid that, two kids that legitimately failed the semester and I put an in incomplete because I don't have the paper trail to to do all that. But I just put an incomplete in. I'll come back after the after the break and sit down with that kid. Here's your opportunity. Here's the assignment you missed. And am like, it's when they plagiarize, like legitimately turn in something that's not theirs and it's 100% proven here. I've got the absolute proof. Did they know they were cheating? That's the fuck right out of here. We're talking about
1: high school kids and paste from freaking
3: <laughs> Did you explain to them that they're not allowed to copy and paste like that without citing What are they allowed to cite their sources because maybe it's just they didn't understand? You are coddling and and endorsing this behavior. Like mm-hmm. and then it's not a discipline issue. It's an academic issue. Yeah. How the fuck is that? I I do not envy you
1: with any of the English stuff, the writing of papers with that chat GPT coming out. Hold on,
3: because that chat GPT is pretty damn accurate, man.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Run it through chat GPT, kick it over to Grammarly, or actually put it in Google first, translate it, throw it into Grammarly real quick
3: yeah Look. and it's not going to come up on any kind of plagiarism tracker and that's what people are like we got we purchased plagiarism tracking software that's there's it's pointless right they've got websites where they can go and have an english teacher write it for them or an english major write it for them can have <laughs> their brother or sister write it for them it's going to be an original document they can run it through these
1: ai uh, ai creators. dot com they yeah, don't run right. it through it itself and tell you what's Horizon, exactly. what's not?
3: There's no point anymore, man. If you don't have them writing it in your presence, but then that's the problem. They don't write it. They don't do the work. You're sitting in class. They're not doing it. And it's not my job to sit there with my hand on top of their hand, scrawling words onto a paper.
0: No.
1: It looks so maybe like they're channeling Michael J. Fox, by the way, with their handwriting. <laughs> oh
2: my god! Wow. <laughs> we
1: that's were too long. He went there. Maybe I. Anyway, yeah,
2: maybe yeah, maybe I'm blissfully ignorant of the whole situation, but in my short career as a teacher, I don't I cannot for the life of me pinpoint. I was like, with st- listen, we were all students at one point. I was a student at one point, I currently still am, but that's a different story. The point being, students these days put the effort and their focus into trying to outsmart us and outsmart the system if you I don't get it. You just apply that to just doing the work from the beginning. It's less taxing on your brain to try to work through plans X, Y, and Z, trying to outsmart the system. And I'm just like, why? When did this happen? Why are we doing this? Just do the damn work and stop trying to outsmart me. It's not, it doesn't have to be a me versus you thing. I'm here to help you, but I'm also not going to be wasting my time. Just do what I'm asking you to do. I'm not asking you to do much. And then everybody else wants to put the blame on me. I was like, yo child is not doing their work. Why is it my fault and my responsibility to make no.
3: And it it really changes the way we approach things. So like next semester, a lot of the grading assignments that we do, the assignments are going to be self-graded or very easy to grade so that I can just have all that done so that I can focus on the other things because I'm getting so much pressure. You don't have enough grades in the grade book. You know, I'm trying to teach shit. Like, I, it's not, right. there's such a disconnect of, you present the material, students do the assignment, they turn in the assignment, you grade the paper. No, that's not how English works at all. I'm teaching skills that are very complex to develop, and you think everything I do is on a worksheet? First of all, you're insulting my entire profession and my content area, and two, that's just not how it works. So I've got to come up with all these ways to just get the grades in the gradebook, just to get them off my ass so that yeah. I can do my job, so that I can teach and have those things done. But then... It's a constant. They got a 49 on this assignment, so they get a redo. But in my district, it's even worse. They got a 95, so they still get to do mastery. They got a 95. They can do mastery all the way to 100, no matter their grade. Like, why is it constant work for the teacher?
1: And who we know, we we tried to do it last year, where we're like, all right, if not above a 75, there is no retake. All you're doing is padding your GPA at that time. You're just mm-hmm. trying. Oh, I want to retake it. I want to retake it. I want to retake it. The teacher stop having to sit there because every time they retake, we were supposed to give them a new assessment. Yeah. That's some, that's How some. many tests do I have to make for them to reassess? This is yeah.
3: too much, man. Well, we it's just it. a
1: continual kick to the crotch on this.
3: Yeah. And the policies, it's, they suck because it's the kids sitting there taking five minutes to do a 20 minute assignment, turning it in. When's the redo? You failed. You just didn't want to try this time. You want to take your time later. You're going to try to wear me down, wear me down, and get the points.
1: And <clears> I, <throat> I really think that's what, exactly what it's doing. It's how far can we wear the teacher down before? No, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to stick to my cons God, God, okay, okay, all right, enough. Yeah. All right, here, just but, fucking.
3: L- and here. that's that point here in Texas. You can't stick to your guns, man. They make it impossible to fail it. And then you have teachers with like certain subjects. Like we get math and English. We'll be having a conversation. And it's, why didn't you just fail the kid? Or why didn't you just, they don't have, that's not how English works. Okay. No, don't relate my subject to your subject and think it's always going to be the same. Like I don't presume to know how what history teachers are teaching. I don't presume to know what they're doing in science or it's, no that. it's that's not my, I don't care, but what I'm doing in here is teaching skills, which means the student has to show up. You have right. to be there to take the notes, to understand the material, then to practice, to apply the skills and then you have to prove to me that you understand how to use the skills and know where you are and where you need to go because we're developing the writing process. How do you assess a process? It can't just be with the end product. I've got to assess you every step of the way, but you're not doing right. the steps. So you want the end grade of a paper, but without all the steps. Right. And so I have kids turning in poems written by Rupee Cower. Mm. And I'm like, this is a fantastic poem by Rupi Cower. Now where's your work? But we right. spent a whole nine weeks for you to come up with that. Or I spent an entire nine weeks for you to turn in a little haiku and you expect the same grade as the kid who's over there with a rough draft, peer review, self-assessment notes, tons of presentation notes, got a final draft and is sitting there like, Mr. pet I'm just really, really struggling. I can't get it. And like, the system sucks,
1: You, do, you want the same yeah. results that the kid who busted his ass come in the freaking 11th hour what can I do? And I want the same results as him.
3: Yeah. And if yeah. I'm that kid, I'm pissed because I worked yeah. so hard. And that kid with nothing but attitude, sat here not doing anything, distracting the class. That kid gets a 100. And my best is a 75, but I know I worked harder. It's,
2: it's, it's horrible. That's and, that's, and that's... And that's... And that sucks because that's the system that has been created within the last couple of years that the students that do give everything that they got that are doing the work, they are getting punished for doing the work because all of our wear and tear, like we're so drained with trying to fight the students and the parents. And in some cases, the admin of students that aren't doing anything, I'd be like Chad said, if I was that student that was doing everything in my power to do well, do the work, all that stuff, I would be pissed. It's like, why am I even here?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: And it and
2: doesn't really help the sentiment it
1: of. Kid that's busted yeah. his ass and feels mo- and motivated with initial result or initially. Oh, I can turn my give a damn off. I could do this all on the back end and still get the same result. Why am I going to be motivated to do it? <clears throat>
3: and I think that's the biggest problem with the system is it's favoring that. It's favoring procrastination. It's favoring laziness because all that, all it takes. One little call to the district, one call to the school. Nobody's going to support the teacher. Teachers don't have support anymore, man. It's gone. Even if you have, and you have the facade of support. Like, I understand. I'm doing this for you. I don't want you to have to deal with all this. No, what you're doing is wearing me down and ripping my love of education out of me. That's the real crux of it, man. I really love what I do. I love teaching and I love writing. And I get to teach writing. That's the dream. But now it's, now you're killing my dream because it's just a a battle of wits. It's a battle of paperwork. It's nothing to do with teaching writing anymore. And I'm sorry, but the reality is that one kid who gets it, that one kid who really had a breakthrough just doesn't outweigh the 149 or 175 other kids that just didn't even try. And that's what education has done to us. It's beating us up, man. Yeah. Anyway, happy holidays, guys. This has been
0: fun. <laughs> yeah. This hey, is I mean fucking uh, Happy goddamn Yule. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, and Let's when I get done with this one. <laughs> happy done 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 with done. With Danny fucking K. Danny fucking
0: K. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but in all honesty, the last the entirety of 2022 has been a roller coaster for us educators across the board. And I feel that we never really get a platform to just talk and vent our frustrations and things like that without, again, even the wear Marcus and tear. Yeah, if you can uh, call it that.
1: This is therapeutic. It allows you don't feel alone. You don't you're not on that island where you're like, man, I'm just I'm screwing up. Maybe I'm not doing right. Maybe these feelings are just my own. Really, for me, I love this. this is it gets a chance to make sure that that the issues that I'm feeling having to deal with are it's a shared experience to go okay it's just not me fucking drowning over here yeah
3: no it's definitely not a solitary experience but, I but that's to me that's the real problem man the system is so against us and it's yeah. killing us what's the next step and the answer is you can't fix the system so you can either just adjust deal with it try to figure out a way to survive in it or leave and most people are just leaving and it's becoming even less sustainable because now we're covering for more people, we're getting more students or we're changing everything to accommodate the fact that we don't have enough teachers. We're changing the standards of who can teach. We're so we're giving more money to incoming teachers rather than paying the teachers who are here doing the work. And that's happening in states all over the it's, place. It's,
1: it's cheaper mm-hmm. to get a brand new teacher that just plays ball than the teacher mm-hmm. that's that's got that experience. It's my dad when he was flying. Cheaper for them to hire pilots out of flight school to pay somebody who had 20 years 22 years military experience then another 15 years on the back end it was cheaper to pay two brand new pilots than it was to pay one experienced right. one yep. and so they yeah, don't want they don't want that veteran teacher that's been that dead in their ways they can't manipulate and go okay hey let's play they're wearing my daughter right now this is she's in her first year she is literally Crying at the end of the day because she feels like she's not doing enough or doing the districts, you know, not the district, but the school. She can't go to her classroom on the weekend unless the principal's there to help to let them in and monitor and observe what they're doing. She's having to turn lesson plans in and the parents. Why isn't my kid learning to read fast enough? She's a kindergarten teacher. It's just it's never enough.
3: Yeah. And that is the problem because it's easier to do it to do that with a younger teacher especially a teacher who has been a student in this system they don't they haven't been in a system where they can push back or they haven't they've always been taught that it's on you you as the teacher you're not your kids are failing because you're not doing enough your kids are failing because you're not presenting the material properly it's your assignments it's your presentation it's your pedagogy whatever and it's constantly it's your fault it's not you can't do enough But they're going to continue to move the bar. Like I sent you guys that text message the other day. Like I was really pissed off about those teacher assessments I got, man. I taught my best lesson of the year. And you tell me I'm developing when I'm actually I'm coaching multiple teachers (laughs) in that session and monitoring three classes and presenting material for the first time at a high level for these students. And you tell me I'm developing based off a 14 minute observation Mm -hmm. of one section.
1: Yeah. but Not a bag of chips. It's a bag of dicks. Go ahead and start munching.
3: Yeah. And (laughs) nothing, not one thing. Here's what you did. It's here are all the things that you need to improve. Here are the things that didn't go well. It's just a constant, but you don't realize, man, they don't realize what they're actually doing. They're actually doing is tearing people down on a personal level because teaching is not some, I show up to work, I present the material, I create the papers, I go home. You can't be that way when you've got kids that, come to you and talk to you about their wrecked home life, kids that come to you crying because they can't talk to anyone else, kids that, hey, Mr. Pettit, I need to go talk to the counselor. My stepfather did X, Y, like, yeah. it's a personal job. We're yeah. going to internalize it. And, and you you're tell t- me that I'm not good at it. And you're going to come along and tell me without knowing anything about my classroom, you're going to walk in and tell me I'm not doing good enough?
1: My daughter, she had her first formal observation. She felt like she was just going to get trash. She's, oh my God, she has one autistic student that was jumping on the table. And so she had to stop the lesson and, and address right in the middle of observation. I was like, the kids know that when the when the principal walks in or whoever's observing you, they they break into werewolves, I swear. Oh God, I know. They know. I was trying to tell her because she was crying to me. And I was like, you look, I said, I'm, I take it that they're using Danielson, the 22 thing. I was like, look at that. You're always going to be able to find what is wrong Mm. and a good principal that cares about you. I said, I guarantee they're going to look at it and be able to find the good stuff. I said, it it depends on how they want to look at it. Because no matter what you look at, you're going to be able to find some fault in a classroom. How good it is, you're never going to be able to meet all 22 freaking assessing points Nope. And on these freaking checklists.
3: My principal actually said that she actually holding the rubric in her hand. She just got done doing observations. She said, if you looked at this thing, it's impossible. Nobody can be a distinguished teacher. It's impossible. And I was like, okay, we all know that you're my principal. And you just said that out loud. Right. A lot of people in the back, but so why are you? So how about we get rid of it? Because the distinguished teachers are never going to be recognized. And what does that even because mean? It's on not your 29 point rubric.
1: Yeah. Where do you, what they want to assess at that time? If they want to look at you, teacher, that is by far the epitome of us four knuckleheads, you make sure there's no confusion to these other two. <laughs> <laughs> but published author, you're using all, all these r- fancy words that we don't know about, or at least I don't know about. I'm not going to rope these two into, but you're going to get tagged as a developing teacher for this process. What the fuck's the rest of us doing? Holy right. shit. Yeah.
3: And
2: that's
1: Damn.
2: when I read that's that's that, I problem. was just like, there's no hope for me. There's no hope. <laughs> no,
1: really, I'm sitting sure really they're going, really he's developing. <laughs> fuck. They're going to find out that I'm a fraud.
2: <laughs> but Honestly.
3: And that's I what it it's, shit you up know, every day as I go, that's the thing. And okay. You just, it, even if I didn't have imposter sy- syndrome, which I do bad, I, it's horrible. Now I really feel like a fraud because on a regular basis, people are like, you're a fraud, you're this, you're that. And like in the same week, I've just gone to another campus and coached English teachers in two sessions, writing instruction and assessment. Here are things you could, and they're like telling me, they're giving me the feedback, filling out the feedback surveys and like how much they appreciate it how much they're going to implement these things in their classroom and things like that. And I get back mm-hmm. and open up my computer and three, three assessments all of them bad telling me I'm developing and I'm like, I'm a fraud. And I look at my grade book and I I see where I've had to play the game as the teacher. And I see the kids are coming in and they haven't learned anything because they haven't done anything. And like, maybe I am just a big fraud. Maybe I am just a phony and maybe I should just go sell cars. That's what public education right now is doing to teachers. Yes. And it's doing that to those of us that give a shit. You're going to be left with people who just don't give a shit yep
2: it's
1: uh... the more you care more they're going to want to freaking take that motivation morale for teaching and engagement to rob that of you the point where all you're there is to a worksheet here's a computer i want you to be that caring teacher until they don't need that caring teacher and then they want the one that's just going to fill in that freaking Grade book because they want that grad rate or that pass rate to go through. Right. Yep. And it's... Exactly right, man. And it's numbing because I love teaching. I really do. Second career for me. I got into this. I don't need to teach. I got my disability and my retirement. I do this because I enjoy teaching history. Right. Engaging with the students. It's to the point when they could just wear you down and just beat you up to go... Really, need to be this extra. All right. You need to start playing a game until eventually you get to a point where you're like, no, I can't. I'm not going to change a grade. I'm not going to submit to this parent that is begging me. Yeah. I had one last year. I told their student, I put it on my board. It's up there for two freaking weeks. Last day I'm accepting any work is this date. of the year. And so I put it up on my board, I posted it online. In the the online classroom, mom reaches out to our assistant principal and says, "Hey, says he's not accepting his work. My son did all this hard work on it. This and blah blah blah." And she writes the, him the right act on it. They tried to turn it in, and I knew exactly when I got called down to go stand on the AP's carpet. And I was like, "All right, what's going on?" And I was like, "This dude He goes, like, "How'd you know?" And I said, "This is what's going on. Blah 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 blah." He's like, okay, and he asked the question. He goes, "Could you?" Make an exception. I was like, you know what? An attentive kid, fine. All right, attentive parent that wants to care about it, deal. And I go in and grade his stuff, and I legitly, there's no brushing on it. Like, all right, you got the general concept. I went in there and I graded the shit out of it. Mine for actually grading it and not just giving him a completion on it. Right. It's just nothing more than padding the grade. How is this sitting there assessing his standards? And I'm like, Want me to grade it or not grade it. Yeah. Point where you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Everybody just turn anything in. I don't care. I have a kid copying another's work in class and they're looking at me like, what? What's the problem? Yep. That's it. People, <laughs> one work, one person to work. What is this? That yep. is What's the problem.
3: Exactly, that's the problem. We're creating. The system is creating people who don't want to do the work. Don't have any grit. Don't have any resiliency. And, those of us with resiliency, the teachers, not the students, because they don't have it. The, they don't the have teachers, it they are wearing us down so badly that we have, we just, we don't have any more to give. None. And it's paradoxical for me because I'm the guy who's going on podcasts and interviewing with people and they're like, asking me questions. I'm saying, look, we got to stay. The ones that care, we got to stay. We can't just quit. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm fucking done, man. I'm fucking yeah. done. I'm about to go sell cars. Or do you have to bend
1: before you do break? It's yeah, that old yeah. adage, but it's true. Is like, all right, let's, and you finally, you get to the point where you're just like, you know what? Screw it. It's not worth this. It's yeah, not it's worth not getting worth... up every day to get my teeth kicked in.
0: No. To yep. come and and in is.
1: and just get insulted by the kids, by the parents. You to pile on more and more work because the more you succeed, the more they throw at you. Oh, you're a good teacher. Here, your department head. Oh, you're a good teacher. Now, you've got curriculum development. Oh, you're a good teacher. Hey, do you mind going teaching other people how to be a better teacher? At more and more until the point where I had a guy who was in the service. He could never he would never say I can't. And it wasn't a bad thing. He was like, "Hey, we'll I'll find a way to make this happen." This training done by freaking 1300 tomorrow. All right, get everybody in here now. Or like you can call people in at odd hours. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He would call him and get it. The, oh, we've got a last minute mission. All right, throw the team together. Let's get it. Dude was always making stuff happen. To the point where finally he turns around and goes, can't anymore. Once he said, I'm fucking done, he snaps and guess what happens to him? From being the golden boy, mm-hmm. pinched goods. Yep. So that's- that, and I think that's where teachers are going to get to get to.
3: That's what happens. We we give everything we've got. We're the type of we're the type of person to give and give and give and never receive and constantly be told that what we're giving is not enough. And so it's not enough. We do everything we can. It's never enough. It's never good enough. We are more and more exhausted. The bar is constantly being moved. And so we're to the point of fuck it, we just don't even care anymore. And so we're giving right. the bare minimum. And at that point, we are trash. Or if it's the other and we just leave the profession, you just don't, you didn't care, you didn't love, and we're, we're never, yeah, we're never given credit for what we've done. We're only, and oh, it's hard all over. Okay, complaining teachers, you get summers off, you get off, shut the hell up. So, my final, little, end of
0: I'm, sentence, mic drop.
3: Yeah. And that's my final thought on the, the whole thing is if we want to cr- be beneficial with education, we need to, like Mike said, We need to be teaching resiliency to kids. We need to be backing off on the expectations of teachers and putting the onus on students. Parents need to hold their kids accountable. Administrators need to support teachers. They need to hold students accountable in schools so that we can just get back to our job of teaching. We should not be lawyers, doctors, nurses, psychiatrists. Uh, Yeah, all the other things that we have to do. Yes, and data data entry specialists. We should be teachers, but we're not anymore. And so the system is either going to break all the way, start making some changes, or just completely lose what it has. That's yep. That's my final thoughts. And have a Merry Christmas, you filthy animal.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal.
2: Oh my goodness. That will conclude another therapeutic episode of unprofessional development.
1: This is what happens when you don't record for a couple weeks.
2: Oh my god. Honestly, but it's very therapeutic and gentlemen, this is going to be interesting. Thank you for your time. Thank you for what you do. I appreciate you. And of course, until the next episode, we will see the rest of you lovable
0: losers later. We love you too, (laughs) Barbacoa.